Hello everyone on Team NXT, I am CD Danny Mac bringing you episode 44 of the Undisputed Future Podcast. 44, still a crazy, crazy ride it has been, especially since Philadelphia. This being the first episode of NXT television without an appearance guaranteed by Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano working the last bit of his media appearances and live events before He is fully released from his NXT contract, no longer on NXT television tapings for the future. But Johnny Gargano taking the NXT live circuit by storm. If you haven't watched his emotional speech from NXT Cleveland, I highly recommend it. I've been trying to keep up with as many live events as I possibly can to see what they do with Johnny and Candice and Almas and Vega. Different sorts of combinations. I know I've seen at least one one one-on-one rematch happening at a live event. And Johnny had a killer speech in Cleveland. So definitely recommend checking that out. Outside of main WWE NXT television, another show on the network featuring NXT stars is 205 Live. Buddy Murphy moving on to a match on the second round, as well as Roderick Strong with a successful second round victory over Kalisto. Buddy Murphy, NXT's best kept secret, is revealed to the 205 Live roster in this Cruiserweight Classic sequel tournament. I look at it that way, at least a 1.5 being the 16-man playing field. So best of luck to Buddy Murphy this Tuesday on 205 Live. Buddy Murphy, Roderick Strong still going strong in the Cruiserweight Classic 1.5 tournament. But let's shift towards the March edition of NXT, kicking off with Velveteen Dream and Tyler Bate. Velveteen Dream's second week in a row kicking off NXT. You think they have a lot of faith in this kid? You gotta check where he is on the card. Kicking off the show the second week in a row. Unbelievable aura he brings to an arena. Incredible reaction he has been getting from the NXT universe. And incredible reaction he's been getting by backstage superstars as well. The former and first ever WWE United Kingdom champion Tyler Bate challenging a series of of WWE NXT stars to do combat, such as Aleister Black, and one of those names being Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream addressing this last week, and for a complete polar opposite reaction, doesn't seem thrilled that the former and first ever UK champion mentioned his name, so this match brought upon by that, and I gotta tell you, it delivered up and down too. Such young, young guys. Two absolute students of the game. Velveteen Dream and Tyler Bate. A clash in styles, but a clash in charisma. Nonetheless, these two guys get the crowd reaction. We know Tyler Bate's wave is as contagious as ever. And Velveteen Dream's name has been sung by the NXT Universe as of late. And delivering a great matchup. Again, just... Just comprehending how young these guys are, early 20s apiece, Tyler Bate, just 19 when he won that UK championship for the first time. Tyler Bate outsmarting Velveteen Dream to start off this matchup, which surprises me based on he is just a little bit younger. Tyler Bate also a bit more technically sound, I believe, as well. Uh, Johnny Saint among his influences, the UK style just as a whole 
puts a lot of emphasis on the technical and joint manipulation. I point to you the current WWE UK champion Pete Dunne in that department. But Tyler Bate absolutely trying to upstage a former champion here. Tyler Bate, a former champion here in WWE, Velveteen Dream, yet to taste gold, but I have a feeling, and we all have a feeling as far as I'm concerned, if I could speak on behalf of all NXT fans, that Velveteen Dream will taste gold, whether it is that NXT championship or sometime soon after a main roster debut, but Dream trying to upstage the champion, the former champion, as far as charisma goes, it was a backstage, it was a Fast paced back and forth anyone's match from the start all the way through to the finish but Tyler Bate being crotched on that top turnbuckle Velveteen Dream just a bit of outwits and outpowering Bate to finish off this matchup would close it out with the purple rainmaker the dream is on the rise and it's due to the fall of Tyler Bate Tyler Bate unsuccessful yet again. Bate is going through something of a losing streak here, guys. There's no way around it. He's come up short in former UK championship rematches for that title. I mean, losing that title to Pete Dunne, it's kind of been on a decline since then. Losing that number one contendership match to Roderick Strong in Philadelphia. Another setback for Tyler Bate and now taking a loss at a guy He called out not a great look for the former first ever UK champion, but on the other side of that spectrum, you have Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream, in a very sweet point in his NXT career, coming off a big win over No Way Jose, now picking up a win over a former champion here in WWE. The Dream is on the rise, and the Dream is not over But with the crowd, the dream is over. Velveteen Dream, say my name, is no longer a plea. He kind of just expects it at this point, and this kid has absolutely deserved it, all leading back to that Aleister Black rivalry, the rivalry of 2017 in NXT. Dream is on the rise, while sadly, the former champion Tyler Bate is on the fall, but he'll have his chance in round one of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Tournament coming back next week, and it kicks off with TM61 and the Authors of Pain. A first round matchup that I thought would be way later on because it is a finals rematch of that Shark Cage match where Paul Ellering was suspended high above the ring. Ellering will be at ringside this time around. Is that a game changer? And exactly how much influence, besides the strategy going in, will Ellering be able to have over his monsters? And we know what's on his mind. Paul Ellering says that the Authors of Pain became immortalized during this Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Tournament. And quite frankly, I believe them. They are the former winners of this tournament and clashing in the finals rematch with the on the rise and looking to make a big time splash back into the NXT tag team scene is TM61. TM61 with a couple wins under their belt. Can they get their biggest win in NXT to this point in round one of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Tournament? That was a good point to end on, but I think I'm going to uh, I'm going to change it up a little bit. Just like the Street Profits have been changing the game since launching into NXT, 
I'm supposed to be talking about Cesar Bernani, the NXT future star of 2017, and Adam Cole right now, but while we're on the tag team subject, let's get to some street talk and who will win the Dusty Rhodes Classic Tournament, according to some special guests at Street Talk, and uh, it was some familiar faces, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins getting to interview some familiar faces, Uh, definitely some, you know how there's some twins out there in the universe that aren't related to us, supposedly, I I guess this is what Dawkins and Ford were dealing with, because there were some familiar faces out there, but the Street Profits is always the answer to who will win the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Tournament. And that was a fun segment, and I can't imagine how much charisma and how entertaining their match with the just-as-entertaining duo of Heavy Machinery, Otis Dozovic, and Tucker Knight will be in that first-round match. I am so thoroughly excited for this Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Tournament, one of my favorite NXT traditions right up there with TakeOver Brooklyn at this point probably just a little bit less special because I haven't gotten to see the classic tournament in person, but I'm incredibly biased and I'm jealous of those who have. Shifting away from that now, let's get back to that Banani and Cole match. Cesar Banani, and I think it was a shocking turn of events, him winning the NXT Future Star Award. There might be some of you who agree with me. There might be some of you yelling at your computer in... Portuguese, because you believe the big brawling Brazilian is just as worthy as anybody else listed there. But taking on Adam Cole, and I thought if these two guys get some time, this is going to be a big-time dynamite and hard-hitting matchup between two of NXT's tallest and most athletic-looking gentlemen, and Adam Cole formally introducing the NXT future star, and I thought, what a show of sportsmanship by Adam Cole. And then I thought, why am I having something like that? The tag team champions, Fish and O'Reilly, are out there with him. There's got to be some treachery afoot, because that's what the Undisputed Era is all about in this hostile NXT takeover they have launched since arriving on the scene. But Cesar Bonani getting a former introduction, and not only that, an offer to join Undisputed Era. Undisputed Era extending an olive branch of sorts to the big brawling Brazilian future star. He's got to join Undisputed Era, right? Why not have a guy of his stature join this already dominating faction? But nope, it was just a blindside attack by Adam Cole. I guess he took too long to decide, according to the leader of Undisputed Era and Adam Cole launching an attack. But Cesar Banani able to brawl with Undisputed Era, hitting down the tag team champions at a point, but Adam Cole would fire back with a super kick, and it was pretty much elementary from there. Not a very long matchup as I anticipated, but a kneeling, shining wizard to the back of the head. Only the best get the chance to join Undisputed Era. One, two, three. Adam Cole gets a victory on NXT. TV, and I think it was a earned and much-needed win in the corner of Undisputed Era right now, especially Adam Cole coming off that very vicious match with Aleister Black, Extreme Rules, in the home of ECW at TakeOver Philadelphia, and what I thought was going to be match of the weekends until that Almas and Gargano incredible spectacle of an NXT championship match. Big time matchups are the theme of this NXT episode. We have a Mae Young Classic 
finals rematch going on between Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler. Kyrie Sane, it's been a while since we saw her compete here in NXT and getting the vengeance, the well-deserved vengeance against Shayna Baszler, the bully who broke into the scene on NXT at Kyrie Sane's expense with a rear naked choke. I thought it was justice at its finest, but Kyrie Sane getting another shot at her Mae Young Classic finalist opponent, Shayna Baszler, in the main events of this NXT episode. Main event matchup of this NXT episode. It would not be the only confrontation of the evening. We would still hear from Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega, but the Mae Young Classic finals rematch taking place on this episode of NXT, and it delivered just like the first match did. The Baszler bullying ways were in effect, but Kyrie Sane not backing down. If there was one word to summarize Kyrie Sane, it's the tenacity. The diminutive dynamo, the small stature of Kyrie Sane does not stop her fight. It's what took her all the way to the Mae Young Classic trophy, and it's what brings her to this confrontation against Shayna Baszler. Kyrie Sane delivering with the speed, Shayna Baszler delivering with obviously the strength and the submissions. Shayna Baszler, no joke, making the impact like a former MMA fighter is expected to. If I could sidetrack for a moment, shout out to Ronda Rousey for finalizing her contract at Elimination Chamber and also putting Triple H through a table. Back to Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler coming through with a familiar strategy by Shayna Baszler. Attacking the arm. Attacking the arm is Shayna Baszler's go-to plan as well as that rear naked choke. It's all formulaic at this point. It's taken her through her MMA career as well. The submission magician, very familiar grounds in between the ropes. But the standing elbow strikes by Kyrie Sane and unbelievable series of strikes. The tenacity, I go back to that word for a very good reason, of Kyrie Sane in this match was great and on display, but the series between these two ladies would tie up at one victory apiece. The insane elbow attempt countered into the suplex to the rear naked choke. The Kirafuda clutch, I believe, was the terminology for it. I, I'm not familiar with the exact holds. I'm going to be honest with you, and it is a little bit embarrassing as a martial artist, but I'm a stand-up fighter, not a Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner. I am a Kempo Karate second-degree black belt, so I'm not as familiar with the correct names to the submissions as I am. I have a bit of a jiu-jitsu background, but that hold is unfamiliar to me. It looks like a rear naked choke, and for all tense and for all intensive purposes, that's it. The Kirafuda clutch, I believe it was called on commentary, the rear naked choke, it all leads to the same thing, a Shayna Baszler win on NXT TV. And tying up the series between these two was a very good call at this point, especially with what Shayna's done at NXT so far. You really can't have her go backwards and have her confront the champion and really take it to the champion Ember Moon at TakeOver Philadelphia as well as on NXT television. Despite coming up short, she needed this win against Kyrie Sane. It intrig- it adds intrigue to what Kyrie Sane is going to do next. How does 
the May Young Classic winner come back from the finals rematch loss. It's all up for grabs in the NXT women's division. But those are not the only two women making an impact on NXT TV. Of course, I'm talking about the beautiful and brilliant Zelina Vega and the NXT champion Andrade Cien Almas, the still NXT champion, as much as it pains me to say, if you can't tell in my voice, it's it's rough knowing Johnny Gargano's not going to be on an episode of NXT television, and you gotta hear the champion brag about it. The unexpected champion. At this point, if you would have asked me at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3, I would have said Drew McIntyre is going to be champion well into WrestleMania weekend, and I thought it would be him versus Adam Cole headlining at TakeOver New Orleans. But that's if you asked me in August. This is March in NXT, and Almas and Vega have a lot to say. It's very familiar territory. You asked Selena Vega. I took Andrade Cien Almas's career to new heights. I'm doing the most for NXT. I'm doing more than Candice LeRae is doing for Johnny Gargano. And Andrade Cien Almas has nothing but I told you so to say. The four and oh, if we could put it in baseball terms, as she said, and no way Jose can vouch for this, the Dominican one, and the baseball terminology of clean sweep. The four and oh. I haven't been disappointed by a four match win streak since the Red Sox came back on the Yankees in 2004. Those are four straight victories that I dread just as much as these Almas victories over Johnny Gargano. But Almas retaining his championship to my doubt and to my surprise, kicking Johnny Gargano out of NXT, which opens up the door to more confrontation and more championship opponents. And Aleister Black, the Dutch Destroyer and the Beast of Belfast, representative of sanity. I'm talking about Killian Dane. These two are weapons personified, and they really picked up arms against each other this week in front of NXT champion Andrade Cien Almas. And you could tell Almas was very concerned about which one of these two guys could possibly be his next opponent for the NXT championship. We've seen Dane and Black go at it in a war of words But this time, this week, they came at it. Real physical warfare and real, real heavy hitting blows. I cannot wait to see these two guys lock up in a formal matchup. And if you've listened to me before, you've heard me go on and on about a Lars Sullivan and Killian Dane match. But I will definitely settle for what I guess in my view over the past couple weeks has been a consolation prize with Aleister Black. This promo and this segment really got me hyped because I've been wondering who Aleister Black's opponent is going to be and as much as I want to see that Dane and Sullivan match, Killian Dane has been an MVP in NXT as of late. He stole the War Games match. He went to war with the Undisputed Era with his two Sanity brothers at his side and quite frankly stole that matchup as well. So Killian Dane has performed well enough in NXT where he deserves to go head-to-head with the top guy who isn't champion, the undefeated Dutch Destroyer in Aleister Black. So Dane and Black is a match that a couple weeks ago I didn't know that I wanted to see, but now I am certainly hyped for and Dane versus Black for the number one contendership. Either way, it is not going to be an easy title defense for Andrade Cien Almas. And will El Idolo be able to walk in and walk out 
WrestleMania weekend at NXT TakeOver New Orleans as champion. So there's a lot of topics going on in NXT. The episodes that aren't right right about to intersect with the TakeOver are a little bit more difficult for me to talk about, but there's a lot going on in NXT despite being just a few more weeks away from the pre-TakeOver episode of NXT. We have the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, all the bracket matches still yet to debut. We have that going on next week, the finals rematch between TM61 and the Arthurs of Pain in the first round matchup. I don't know when Mustache Mountain and One-Two Punch is going to be, but maybe that's the match that bounces back and brings Tyler Bate victory, or do we see Oni Larkin and Danny Burch successfully get a win as a tag team for what would be the first time on NXT TV. They have a loss to the big money athletes, Sabatelli and Moss, under their belts, but there's a lot of tension going on between those two. How do they fare against Sanity? And I mentioned it before, the charismatic clash. Unlike No Way Jose versus Velveteen Dream, this match is a tag team match being Street Profits and Heavy Machinery. I love that Street Talk segment. I love Heavy Machinery. I cannot wait to see those two teams lock up. Dusty Rhodes Classic, my favorite NXT tradition outside of Brooklyn, as I mentioned before. Where does the NXT Women's Championship lay now that Shayna Baszler has successfully won the Mae Young Classic Finals rematch? Does she get another opportunity at the Sheenam Ember Moon, or does a new challenger rise up? Do we get a triple threat sort of scenario for that? I cannot wait to see where that road leads into New Orleans. Who will step up between Dane and Aleister Black for the NXT Championship? The list and intrigue goes on and on. But thank you for joining me on the Undisputed Future Podcast, and thank you for listening again. There's a lot going on with NXT alumni as well on the main roster. Asuka and Nia Jax are having a great rivalry Randy Orton takes on Bobby Roode, a defending United States champion. Seth Rollins on a hot streak, the first ever NXT champion and the namesake of this show. I'm very, very proud to be a Seth Rollins fan after the number of weeks he has had. But I am CD Danny Mac. Be sure to follow us on social media at Undisputed Future Podcast. All one word is the Instagram, which I will be posting the newest member of my family, Colin, the Team NXT mascot. And at podcast underscore UF is the Twitter. Get at me at the Twitter, please. Thank you to all my followers and for everybody reaching out with the NXT and WWE conversation, especially when I'm live tweeting Raw and SmackDown Live. That's where you'll get most of the interaction and a lot of the feedback. Thank you for the over 500 Followers, I cannot wait to see where the next road leads us because NXT TakeOver New Orleans, WrestleMania weekends, NXT TakeOver Orlando was the start of this show, so I'm almost at that year mark. I cannot wait to see where this next chapter takes me. Be sure to find me on Facebook and, of course, listen to me on all of your favorite podcast mediums at SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. I'm trying to get on Spotify, as you've heard me mention before, and it's finding to be pretty difficult, but I'm having a lot of fun no matter where you're listening to me. I am very, very thankful. Once again, I am CD Danny Mac. 
Thank you, every single member of Team NXT, making it worth it each and every week. Be sure to join me again to the start of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Tournament on next week's episode of WWE NXT.